live from Insights Association's North America Annual Conference. I am joined by the handsome oh and gosh. very comfortable Thank Adam you. Jolly. Yeah. Paradigm Sample. <laughs> Feels great. Friend. <laughs> longtime podcaster. Yeah. 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 So let's talk about the evolution of podcasts. I'm in. I'm in. You ready? So I'm yeah. going to go first. Happy Market Research started mm-hmm. about four-ish years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, the initial format was pretty structured, I would say. Like I was pretty married to my discussion guide. Yeah. Hard to veer out. And then it kind of like evolved through COVID sure. um, uh, to be more... I'd say inspirational, like more the human story, tell me about your parents, that kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. then um, this year we've changed it up. So we're doing a drop every Monday and it's highly, usually the drops are pretty highly curated. So I've got like a, uh, you know, 1600 word script that I'll write and that has a point of view. And then I play a 15 to 20 minute long form interview with right. somebody, right? right. That's kind of like right. the, the, the format for this year. So, um, Tell me about your story. How has the evolution gone for the podcast? Um, I think the biggest evolution is that I think about it, you know, so we just walked out where you were on stage, Dinah was on stage, and you were talking about uh, your brand, right? Yeah. And how you can change, how you can find different things to be an extension of who your brand is online. And podcast is a great outlet for that. Um, we change all the time, right? right? COVID changed everybody. Change. Right. And so like that, I think the podcast always have to change as well. You know, there's, and you can feel some personality. I know like with your podcast, when I listen to it, yes, it's, it's you talking into you telling a story, you have the interview, but then like there's parts of your personality that's kind of Easter egg out. Yeah. Right. With the music totally. that comes out. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like the human concept of it, uh, asking the stories, asking about somebody's parents, like what kind of got them into the industry. Like to me, that is as much as I think if the first time you listen to it, it might seem like you're extending someone else's brand. Yeah. You're extending your brand. And I think that's the biggest evolution that we're getting now. Interesting. Um, it can see, there are moments where I'm like, everybody's got a podcast, right? But then there's also moments where I'm like, this is great that everyone has a mm-hmm. podcast, that everyone has a louder voice. Like the megaphone isn't as exclusive as it used to be. Um, and I hope that they always evolve. And that, that's our goal also. I like, so there will be times where I feel like, man, we're just doing the same thing all the time. Let's please, let's change it. Let's do <laughs> yeah, something. It or, gets boring. You know, let's put an end cap on <laughs> yeah. this. Because um, if not, then it, there is that sensitive line of what is my purpose for doing this. Tell us about tell us about the podcast. Tell yeah. everybody where they can find it. The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so two podcasts. Uh, one is the ride that is more market research based. Uh, a lot of like news, the money that's coming in and out of market research, and then just some fun games. Uh, I was with Adam Dietrich. He's my best friend. It's really just conversations we always have. We just record it. Um, and that is uh, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And then there's uh, Breath of Air, which I do with Z Johnson of Zappy, uh, which is more of a, it is some market research. We do go into like the mindset of market researchers, uh, but it's a lot about mental health and how are we dealing? It started during the pandemic. And um, every time I feel like we've covered everything, a new topic happens, something happens at work. We run into somebody, somebody tells us a story and uh, it always gets us back to, you know, kind of more of the human side, like we've been talking about, um, but also how that implies to how market researchers think. We're curious people, right? We are definitely people that we make data-driven decisions. It's a lot of those type of things really go into like your own personality as well. What's your favorite moment as a podcast host? Um, My favorite moment is when things go long. 
And I say that also with like a little tinge because I hate editing that type of stuff. <laughs> but I know when things go wrong and like when a rabbit hole happens that is unplanned, unscripted, un, like we didn't expect to start talking about something, I know that's going to be the good one. Mm. That's going to be the one that somebody asks me about or that's going to, as silly as it sounds, like that's going to get the most listens, the most downloads, the most likes or something when we post it somewhere. Because it is, uh, I think when we're, we talk about vulnerability all the time and sometimes that's hollow but like when you're truly vulnerable and you're just like going off and it goes long and you worry about like did i say too much that's the best time and those are like the moments where um i feel first scared <laughs> like what did i say is there going to be repercussions but then i feel comfortable too because i know it's the it's the truest part of of me or z or adam when we're recording we uh Different events like IEX have podcast awards. Yeah. Um, I last year I think or maybe it was two years ago the winner of the award actually doesn't have a podcast anymore, which yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something to that. Yeah. yeah. As you as you think about um, co- companies that are wanting to spin up a podcast or maybe they're just starting it, uh, what what are some tips? Give them three tips. I think the the biggest part is to first decide what do you want to accomplish. Um, and so uh, this is another thing we've talked about here at the at this conference, like start with the outcome, start with what is the end game onto this, and then work your way backwards in the podcast and, and planning of what it is. Um, the other part is to be unique. I mean, I think anybody could come on and read market research news and, and do those type of things. And that's something you've evolved from too, yeah. right? And uh, when I think about the podcasts that I love listening to, like the, the Zappy podcast, right? Um, or if I, I listen to Little Bird even, like th- those type of things, like it's so different. Mm. It's not just the person, it's not right. just their voice, their delivery, um, but it's so different in that there's something to it. Even like with your podcast, talking about the music and talking more about this, you know, the, the different generational type of research, like that's so different. And you become, it's not just a brand where it's, you know, Pepsi, Coke, it's all the same type of stuff, but it's like, no, this is a totally different segment. It's not market share. We make the market. Yeah. And I think that's the that's probably the biggest advice I can give to somebody if they want to set up. Like, think about what you sell, what you would say to a client that makes you different, and make it part of your podcast, too. So, you're really starting with the audience. Right. Like, frame out who the audience is audience and why first. they should give a shit about right. yeah. what it is that you're talking about. Right. So, the value that you're giving to the customer should be, like, tangible. Just right? like you would in, in business, mm-hmm. right? That sounds crazy to say. To no, be it's like, true. Always have that same mindset. Um, but the same thing with relationships. So you and yeah. I are both married men. Right. Um, if we take our wife out to dinner or right. some sort of a thing, I mean, you know, that's a moment that we are trying to manufacture or create right. that is has some memory and connection to it. 100%. And that's thinking audience first, uh, being, you know, not selfish. Like if we were, if I were to go on a date with my wife, we only did the stuff that I wanted to do. <laughs> I might be looking for another soon, right? It just wouldn't work out very well. Um, And I think that's the the part, too, is um, I wondered if we started, if if a company was going to do a market research podcast, and they actually did some market research about what listeners wanted to hear about. about, You know, like, hey, what gaps are there that you would want to hear about instead of, this is just part of our marketing mix now, just like you would, like, we're going to a trade show, we're getting t-shirts or something like that. Um, That would probably be a lot more impactful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a good point. So actually like talking to customers and seeing what or doing listeners. market research yeah. in market research, which we don't yeah. do. Right, right. Right. Why would we do that? No, we know everything. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I liken it to I heard it one time. This goes back like 20 years. Um, a guy said, 
you know, if I was going to buy a lawnmower from a company and I pulled up to the company's headquarters and their lawn was overgrown, it looked like crap. I wouldn't buy the lawnmower from them. Right. right. <laughs> and I'm like, right. that guy makes so much sense. It does. Like, it why does. don't we use the lawnmower? Right. No, it's, it, you have to, um, as much as it is a brand name, it should also be an extension of the brand that you have. Mm-hmm. And there are times, um, honestly, there are times when like I will under edit, like I just said, like going long is a great thing. I will under edit a podcast or I'll like leave in giggles into it. Because like, well, that's just who we are. Like that's, that's a little bit more human than finely polished. Everything's great. Um, and I think that we all need to think about that when we make any part of marketing. We, do you have a regular part of your uh, podcast that you cut out or edit a lot? Yes. Um, for the uh, Breath of Air podcast, I edit out whenever we don't rehearse anything. So Z never sends me the questions before. Um, and I never send her the questions. And a lot of times we'll ask a question that is, I mean, transparently, it's probably too deep for a podcast. I mean, we'll ask, like, well, how did that make you feel? It'll mm-hmm. be some, we'll come up with some kind of big impact. And there will be, we usually, each of us will give two to three different answers. I'm like, well, okay. And then we'll meet afterwards. Like, well, which one do we want to get? Right. And that's that part that I edit. For for Adam Dietrich and I, uh, I, again, brand and opinion is a big part of brand, but I edit out a lot of our opinions. <laughs> I mean, at some point in the day, like it's an extension. Like uh, I understand some opinions, you know, they uh, might impact what our day jobs look like. <laughs> so uh, I edit those a lot. And I, I always think like at the end of the year, I look at what we have and there's, um, hundreds of hours. You of guys unused. had a you guys had a uh, podcast on um, right when I, was it right when I left Focus Vision where you talked about it or was it when Decipher was acquired by Focus Vision? I can't remember which. It was Decipher acquired by Focus. Yeah. yeah, and it sounded like you edited some stuff out in that episode. I did. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it goes. And there's there's a lot. I mean, there's a we have a segment <laughs> of our podcast that talks about political polling. It's yeah. a huge part of market research. Yeah. And, yeah. And let's be honest, like political polling is just like a concept test where Same. you're picking cereal boxes, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, that one looks best. We'll yeah. vote for him or her. And so, uh, but sometimes opinion gets in the way with that. And <laughs> Dietrich all the time will like, as soon as we get to recording, it's the same speech every single time where he's like, we are professionals. <laughs> we need to not bigger <laughs> of our opinions. Let's like not close doors. Let's keep everything open. Let's edit this, this, and this out. I'm like, okay, that's a great idea. Um, because I, I think it's it's easy to sometimes talk yourself into everything is good, right? But you oh, say, oh, it totally is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Editing, thank goodness for editing. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's super. It's super great. I would like to hear the cut episode of the decipher point of view though at some point, <laughs> um, just because that find that fascinating. The, um, but I feel like we we kind of we miss because we have the opportunity to do so much work in post. Yeah. We miss some of the. And I guess that's true with TV and any kind of a media where there's production, right? Other than a live event, um, there's so much of the personality that's caught. So, for example, uh, I have a little bit of dyslexia and I have a very strict script that I write for my introductions. Right. But I will stumble on words when I have in a, in a literal sense, which is funny because I've done like 450 right. of these yeah, things, it's just, right? It's yeah. ridiculous. And then... I don't have Tourette's, but then I, but I do enjoy cursing. Yeah. And so then I'll start cursing, which is hilarious. And so my poor production manager has to, I mean, Chuyi, maybe in the comments you could add how many F words you've edited out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. 
but I've noticed that when I start going down a trail that's like, oh, F, you know, F, yeah. F, F, then it kind of like starts, it starts rolling and then it gets actually really funny at some point. It's, it's same with us. And, I, uh, and you'll hear it with, especially with Z and I, because it's emotional. And I think when it's all about having your thoughts, my thoughts are out of order a lot of times. <laughs> and so like I'll throw in the middle, then the end, then the beginning mm-hmm. of a story or mm-hmm. like where, where I'm going down a path. And then in the spaces, I feel, I, I say shit all the time. That is just like my like customer of choice. It's like, and shit, and shit, and shit. And I'll go look into it at the end, and it just is like an um. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, like an um. I hear that, and it's I'm like, oh like my gosh, it's, it's so much worse than those ums. That's good. Oh, it's so funny. So we've talked a lot about podcasts. Tell us a little bit about Paradigm Sample. It's a... Uh, it's an evolving place. It's um, so I, I started last January. I've been there 14 months, um, and I think when I when I started there, I had it, it was everyone knows the name. Everyone knows Seema Vasa, who yeah. you know, a podcast. I mean, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. like my superhero. Data gurus. When it comes like to that, yeah, one of the OGs. It's amazing. And um, when the company started, like we knew that. I mean, my role was to come in and try to like add a breath of air to yeah. the company and try to like challenge thinking and maybe add some layers and make it less flat um, from where it was. And along the way, I think two things happen. One, the people that have been there, your lifers get new challenges, mm-hmm. right? Because the, the norm is shaken up and yeah. they can see kind of like, oh, what's in it for them and they can grow. And then the new people that we brought in um, definitely added some new personalities and they added their own brands and bringing people like AJ in. There's another great podcaster. Well, all we do is hire podcasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we do. Well, uh, it's half of our marketing you, budget. It's called brand building. Yeah, right. And you, you add in people that have their own brands and um, it's been huge. And I, what we're doing is a little bit different than other panel companies, really focused on engagement of, of our panelists, uh, getting them, you know, we're not going to be the 50% gem pop answer, but we're the people. You have a couple of open ends. We're better for that, right? Yeah. You want more engagement, you want an iHut, you want a community type recruit, like that's where we really have found our niche and kind of echo that brand, like the engaged, the passionate. If you talk to SEMA, if you talk to me, we're engaged and passionate. And so like making the product kind of an extension of ourselves. Are you guys connected to the marketplaces? We are. Yeah. Uh, we sell to and fro the marketplaces, which has become a huge impact over the last two years. I mean, it, it's no secret that when COVID happened, a lot of people stopped recruiting into their panels and everyone started um, fishing from the same pond, which were the marketplaces. And uh, supply was a huge hit, especially I think in 2020 was it was a huge hit. And in 2021 as well, some of the repercussions. Now, um, demand is at an all time high. Thank God, people are more curious, right? People, you see what happened during COVID. You can't make those mistakes with your brain. You have to do the research. It's less gut check um, for what you're doing. And so demand in the sample space, I always laugh. Like when I see a sample person, like show me someone that's having a bad year. Like the demand is so high. And when demand gets high and everyone's been fishing from the same pond for so long, um, you have to reinvest into it. And that, and you have to find a different way to do things um, and build your own brand into what that sample company is doing. Um, and also think a little bit differently than just being a sample company, right? Set yourself out a little differently, come up with more products. I always, we were sitting earlier today and um, the presenter was talking about impact versus numbers. And so many times we talk about numbers and I think in sample, we can get very caught up into, we delivered you know, 105% of our, or we came in under budget and our margins, like everything is number based and very much ledger. Um, and she said she reworded it and looked at impact for how things were made. 
Um, and it, it got it went a little bit down a rabbit hole to where at the end it was like let's not think about how you completed a project, but think about how you saved 15 million lives because the medication was kept chilled and was able to travel to different places and like you had this huge impact. That might be the extreme, but I think for sample companies, this is kind of like my soapbox on sample companies, is uh, start to think more about the impact they were having instead of transactional, in-out, marketplace. It's just a number um, and you're just a, a means to an end. Oh my gosh, you're giving my speech for tomorrow. Wow, so <laughs> funny, hilarious. Adam, somebody wants to get in contact with you, how would they do that? Yeah, um, LinkedIn, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Uh, Twitter is Adam Jolly, and then uh, email adam.jolly at paradigmsample.com. That's J-O-L-L-E-Y, and as always, you can find his contact information in the show notes. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, and Adam, thanks for joining me on the Happy Market Research Podcast. Thank you so much, so much fun. Thanks so much, Jamin. <laughs> Everybody, have a great day. Bye.